Welcome, everyone, to Family Talk. It's a ministry of the James Dobson Family Institute, supported by listeners just like you. I'm Dr. James Dobson, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us. Well, welcome to another edition of Family Talk. I'm Roger Marsh. You know, you might agree that sports can really bring people together, no matter where they live or what language they speak. I like to think of professional soccer or football, as it's known in other parts of the world. The love of the game unites millions all over the globe. And it's no wonder God uses sports to get our attention. Did you know that there is a way for the love of sports to intersect with the Great Commission as well? Well, there certainly is, and it's exactly what our guests today here on the program will be talking about. Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson are doing this with their life's work. In today's program, we're going to hear how these two friends are uniting both sports and evangelism in their ministry called Crossfire Ministries. Recently, they spoke with our own Dr. Tim Clinton and shared about their love for basketball, the calling God has placed on their lives, and the ministry they were led to build. Together, Randy and Jamie co-founded Crossfire Ministries back in 1993. Crossfire is a sports evangelistic ministry that preaches the Word of God through ministry programs and by meeting people where they are. Since its founding, the organization has shared the gospel in 68 countries and 47 states. Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson both gave their lives to the Lord when they were just nine years of age. Growing up, Randy always wanted to be a professional basketball player. He even received a college scholarship to play ball at University of North Carolina, Asheville. Randy eventually fell away from God, though, with his lifestyle choices. But then he suffered an injury during his junior year of college, and that became a major turning point in his life. Randy then recommitted his life to Christ and began to wholeheartedly follow Jesus. Jamie Johnson also played basketball in addition to baseball and running cross country when he was in high school. He first went to Montreat College, which was a junior college at the time, where he was an academic All-American while playing both baseball as well as basketball. Jamie was so successful, he was eventually inducted into the Montreat College Hall of Fame. He then attended Gardner-Webb University, where he played NCAA basketball. Well, now without further ado, let's join Dr. Tim Clinton along with his guests, Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson, for more right here on Family Talk. Hey, what a delight to have uh, both of you here on the broadcast. Randy, Jamie, um, Dr. Dobson, by the way, sends his regards. Uh, He so appreciates you and the great uh, work through Crossfire Ministries. Yeah, I can remember back to Pomona, California, probably 30-something years ago, playing pickup ball with Doc in a gym. He walked me right over to the spot where Pistol Pete fell, and he had just asked Pete, Pete, how you feeling? Pete said, I never felt better. And we all know the story. He fell and uh, cardiac arrest there, and Doc tried to revive him and wasn't able to, but I was blessed to play basketball there a few years later. Doc told me the whole story, and I got to play some basketball with Doc, and I have a picture in my office, which is signed, Dr. J. So, Dr. J, thank you for letting us be on your program. (laughs) That's amazing. And, Jamie, you got some connection with Dr. Dobson? You know, I've quoted him many times, Tim. Who who better to quote than him after Jesus? And when it comes to family and relationships, (laughs) and years ago, you know, he did a special about purity. Uh, this was years ago. When we first started Crossfire, I would quote him and some of the programs he put out to families about how to raise your kids and teach them the right things. So he's just a real mentor in so many ways by radio. And I, I thank God for Dr. Dobson. 
Well, let's go straight to Crossfire Ministries. You guys uh, uh, co-founded this together. Uh, God's had his hand on it. It's unbelievable. What a ministry to today's generations. But take us all the way back. How the two of you connect? I mean, what are the dots here? Everybody's got a little backwater, uh, some story to them. Uh, can you share uh, what God has done uh, in both of your lives and what that connection point was all about? Yeah, it was great. Uh, God's story. We played against each other, middle school, high school, and college. And Jimmy was Inca High School. I was at Asheville High School. Then he went to Montreat. Then he went to Gardner-Webb. I played at UNC Asheville, and we used to battle it out on the court. I joke to youth and adults and say, hey, Jamie was walking with the Lord, kind of a Tim Tebow type. And when we were playing ball, I was kind of away from the Lord, felt guilty because he lived the life for the Lord. I didn't. I knew where I needed to be. And then God got a hold of me my junior year at UNC Asheville. And then we came together for four years with a ministry here in Memphis, Tennessee, where we're speaking this week and with a ministry called Spirit Express. And then God led us through the direction of Dr. Adrian Rogers, who called us forward on a Wednesday night at Bellevue and said, these guys are going back to North Carolina to start a ministry called Crossfire. And so uh, that's our background there. We've been together uh, 31 years and we just got called twins in a restaurant a few minutes ago. Wow. Well, you guys both have a love, not only for sports, but evangelism. You want to share the gospel. And that's what Crossfire Ministries is all about. And it's amazing um, how people have responded to that gospel message through the years. But tell me a little bit about bringing the two worlds together and why that's so significant and why it became such a platform for the two of you. Sure. Back in the day, Dr. Rogers, uh, would preach the word, and he gave a quote. He said, uh, sports and music are the international languages. And he also quoted the word that said, the apostle Paul said to use all means necessary to win some. So we tell folks, if you're an uh, electrician, do it for the Lord. If you're a plumber, plumb for the Lord. If you're a farmer, sow seed for the Lord. Well, God just called us to be basketball players. So we came together, had a vision. We preach in churches, youth rallies, revivals, colleges, universities, prisons, rescue missions, uh, summer basketball camps on the street corner at the restaurant, wherever God opens the door to be a present the gospel and many times give an opportunity right there to receive Christ. And we're just kind of bookends and God has knitted us together. He sent us out by twos and it's been a great journey. Sure has. And Tim, you know, Randy has uh, been true to the gospel, sharing his faith before Crossfire, before Spirit Express, when he was a boy. Whether we get in this or not, he was sharing his faith as a youngster. And I was taught that at home. But, you know, Rand and I grew up in the church, Tim, and I like your son, Zach, and you, a great bond. I had a great father I buried four years ago. So I saw a lot of the church culture that was effective in discipling. But I got to think to myself, like Randy, how can we reach people outside church walls? Not that we don't love church people. We go to churches. But sports, as you know, is a great way to share Christ. And I tell people, I take Randy in my back pocket. I pull him out. He spins a ball. The world listens. And, man, the gospel goes forth. It's pretty easy for me. My job's easy. So, Randy, sports becomes the entry point to get into a lot of opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't get into, really, with the gospel, and is what you're saying. And by the way, people are still receptive to that. I mean, we hear a lot of people being shut out, a lot of Christianities being, you know, suppressed and censored in a lot of ways. What are you guys seeing out there on the front lines? We've been to Israel 23 times. That's one of the highlights of our ministry. And we built relationships with schools in Bethlehem, Nazareth, even some messianic schools in Jerusalem. Because we come in with a silly basketball, they'll let us in the doors. I've been behind the Gaza Strip. 
spinning a ball and sharing the gospel where if I had walked in with a big coffee table Bible with a suit and tie on, they probably wouldn't have let us in. Yeah, when I think about Dr. Dobson, he has such an affection, love for sports, as does um, our family. Uh, it's amazing how, again, it draws everybody in, especially kids. Let's talk about sports and kids for a moment. Uh, it's become a centerpiece, on, on, an obsession, really, in culture. Everywhere you look, it's all about sports and performance. Let's talk about the gifts of sports, just for a second. Now, what do you see? I mean, you guys know it can be really a blessing to kids physically, mentally, socially. Uh, a lot of lessons can be learned. It can also be challenging, can it? Definitely can. We were just talking to a friend this morning on the phone who his son's playing on a team, not that talented, but uh, sometimes the guys that may have more talent may be pushed to the front. And sometimes the rules of the school are kind of uh, skirted a little bit because they can shoot a ball or run a football. So when we have our camps crossfire. We've been blessed to have a dream of having a camp. And then uh, 32 years later, this is our 33rd summer of camps. We've had about 25,000 kids come through and we teach them the fundamentals of the game and also the fundamentals of life, you're going to get cut. And what's number one in your life is going to be what you hold on to. 500,000 high school basketball players in America this year, guys, only 4,200 can get a Division I scholarship. So the majority aren't going to make it. So you got to use the principles that you've learned, hopefully with your coach or with the team, definitely at Crossfire Camp, that's going to carry you over into life, into the business world, into the occupation that God has for you. Yeah, Tim, you talk about discipline and sports and all that. You know, when you're, you're trained to play ball, high school, college, the next level, you have to put in the hours. And it really relates back to our faith as Christians. You have to be discipled, disciplined as well to grow in your faith. you got to put time in so that we tell the athlete, you work hard in basketball, you might make the next level. You work hard in your faith, growth happens. It could be a blessing. You guys came last year to our Ignite Men's Impact Weekend that we host uh, every year in Virginia. We're at Thomas Road Baptist Church. We had a packed house last year. Ben Roethlisberger, Kurt Warner, Carson Wentz, Willie Robertson, host of them all showed up. But we do workshops as a part of our event. In other words, everybody comes together for those big plenary sessions, but they also then have a time where they break out and they go to a workshop on um, marriage, on dealing with addiction. But we also open it up and have basketball workshops, football workshops, baseball, and more. We do that because we're trying to bring fathers and sons together. You guys led the workshop out there. You go in, you spin a basketball. These kids get lost in that. What I mean is they get excited so much about it. And again, it opens up their heart then as a part of pouring in. And that's what I think about now when I think of Crossfire Ministries. You guys are doing this all over the country, around the world. 25 plus thousand kids have come through uh, your camps, your summer camps. I want you to talk about that ministry. Last year, you guys led 45 kids to Christ at our event alone. I mean, it was stunning. Overall, we had 400 men give their life to Christ last year at our Ignite Men's Impact Weekend. That's what this is about. And I want moms and dads to hear this message because this is critical. I mean, we've got to speak truth into the lives of today's generations. Yes, sir, uh, Tim, you're exactly right. You know, sometimes a young man might not be excited about going to church, but he'll come to a ball camp. He might come to an at-night conference to hear these great athletes speak. And we were blessed to be a part of your event where we broke off, did some basketball 
instruction, beef, ball handling, pistol peat drills, Steph Curry drills. And then at the end, we would take 15 or 20 minutes, sit them down, give a testimony in the gospel. Even at a Christian event like yours, we don't assume that everybody there knows the Lord, even though it's predominantly Christian folks. And as you mentioned, 400 plus gave their life to Christ when the gospel was given collectively. And then individually in our clinics and out in front of our booth, we saw about 45 public professions of faith. And only God knows the heart, but you can't clean the fish until you catch it, right? And then we want to disciple and grow them in the Lord. Randy, again, a fascinating conversation about influencing today's generations using sports as an evangelistic tool and outreach. Crossfire, again, is one of those organizations blazing a trail. They've been doing it for 30-plus years. Hey, I want you to share with our audience then, are you doing these camps all over the country? Moms and dads are turning this up saying, I'd love to get my son. Um, Do you guys have camps for girls too, et cetera? Tell us about what's happening. Yes, we have our home base in Western North Carolina. We'll do half-a-day camps around Western North Carolina, full day, an overnight camp. We have kids that have come in from 15 different states, a couple different foreign countries. We have it at Mars Hill University. We rent their facility for five days, a Sunday through a Thursday. All-you-can-eat food, guys' dorm, girls' dorm, all the basketball instruction you could get at a major university camp, but more importantly, bringing in God's Word every day. We're also blessed to go out last two summers with Will Graham and the Billy Graham Association out to South Dakota, and Will said, will you come with me and help me reach the Native American kids? And that was a great experience, wasn't it, Jamie? It was awesome to see those natives who love basketball come out, learn the drills, their discipline, there's great instruction. So it's an effective way to reach these natives, reach people across the country and around the world. Camps is just a lot of fun. You know, I was uh, looking at some statistics about kids in sports uh, a couple of years ago, and um, a piece jumped out at me. I saw that about 70% of kids stop playing sports by age 13, organized sports. And I thought to myself, that's a tragedy. And here's why. They said they don't want to play anymore because it's just not fun anymore. The truth is, I don't think I've ever seen anybody go onto a field, uh, onto a court or what have you, who didn't want to have success. And a lot of these kids never have an opportunity to develop skills. They don't have anybody to speak into their life. Maybe a single parent mom's showing up and bringing them to the field. But if a coach doesn't take them under the wing and they don't teach them the fundamentals like you guys are talking about, and then it's kind of like a lost cause, and it's sad because uh, deep down inside, they want to have a shot. Everybody dreams of, you know, knocking down that three at the buzzer or something. But you guys, talk to us about that piece of it because, to me, that's the heart of what's going on here. We're trying to jump into the lives of these kids and give them hope and encouragement. They don't have to become a, an MJ, Michael Jordan, or they don't have to be a Curry or anybody like that. If they can just have fun and enjoy something that they want to do, guys, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Tim, Randy can echo me on this, but when I was growing up, my parents encouraged me to do what I enjoyed, music, sports, whatever, going to church, living yes, for Christ. Yes, yes. And so what happened was I was able to own my interest without the parent being that helicopter mom or dad pressuring me to do something maybe I didn't have interest in. And, and there are a lot of great parents out there, but we want to make sure we don't force the kids to go in a path that maybe we want them to go in, but it wasn't God's design. 
Yes, and uh, at Crossfire Camps, we try to let them have fun, but uh, you got to be fundamentally sound. You got to be able to play the game the way it needs to be played. We didn't have a whole lot of outstanding talent, but we worked hard and we were dedicated. So we give them the drills in the morning. Afternoon, we play three on three, five on five. We bring a speaker in. At night, we do the same thing and give them a fun atmosphere that, hey, Christians can have a good time. You can be a good player. And I'm a competitor. I'm sure you are, Tim. And I've had to tone that down over the years by the Holy Spirit. (laughs) But uh, we want to be able to play good and win. And then when you lose, you win good as well. And those are great principles to learn in life. Hey, and Randy, we won't say anything about Dr. Dobson at all. He's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw right a little you bit You know of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I saw where you guys have this Crossfire ACC. That, by the way, is a basketball uh, division in the NCAA, but an all-star game. What's it all about? Where that? How'd it come about? Well, it's a really a miracle of God's story. One night, one day, and we're not this super spiritual, but we were going to eat at Wendy's in Asheville. And we don't usually feel like this. We thought, well, kind of feel like we need to go to Fuddruckers. We go to Fuddruckers, and there's a guy in line ahead of me who I said, Jamie, he coached me at Wake Forest basketball camp when I was nine years old. And I don't even know if he'll remember me. So he goes and sits down, and I go over when uh, we get our food, and I reintroduce myself to you. I said, Coach Neil, you don't remember me, but you were my coach at Wake Forest camp. And he said vaguely, and I said, I played at UNC Asheville. And he said, I remember that a little bit. So then he, I said, what are you doing in town? He said, I'm promoting uh, Shaquille O'Neal's first rookie game at the Asheville Civic Center. He was playing against a friend of ours, Brad Darty, who played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he said, I'm a promoter. And I told him what we were doing now through basketball and former Christian players traveling the world playing games in prisons and colleges and exhibition games and sharing Christ. And he said, I may call you guys one day. Well, glory to God, he called us six months later. He said, I want to bring Grant Hill and the ACC All-Stars to Asheville to play Crossfire at the Asheville Civic Center. You guys interested? We said, yes, sir, we're interested if we can share the gospel at halftime. And he agreed. So Grant Hill played the first year, sellout crowd. Tim Duncan played when he was a senior at Wake Forest. Tyler Hansborough played, College Player of the Year. J.J. Reddick played. Wow. Um, uh, lots of players that have gone on to play in the league. We would play them after March Madness. When their seniors were finished with their eligibility, they could then be paid. So we didn't have a lot of money to pay them, but we paid them to come and play Crossfire guys. And people say, man, you guys must have really gotten beat, Randy. We played 28 <laughs> games in 26 years before COVID hit. And they probably beat us about 16 times. We beat them 12. We didn't have any household names. It wasn't NCAA Final Four grind. But they play hard when when Christian boys are playing against them and start beating them. They start playing hard. And so we would preach at halftime. And in all those years, we saw many players and many fans come forward to a big eight-foot cross in the middle of the court. We had pastors there, youth pastors that would come and counsel and saw many come to Christ. Mason Plumley, his senior year, All-American at Duke, came forward with about 100 young people and gave his life to Christ. And we've been able to stay in touch with Mason. He was recently with the Charlotte Hornets and just got traded to another team two days ago. But he confirmed his decision and said he was really trying to grow in the Lord. So God used that game to draw the people out to see a basketball game. And then we, they would always know we were going to have a ministry at halftime. Yeah, you well, know, guys, Tim, like you do with Ignite, when you had Kurt Warner and Big Ben, again, people want to come and see those guys. So when they think of the ACC players that are on TV, Duke, North Carolina, Wake Forest, NC State, 
They want their autograph. They're coming there to see them play ball. Well, what we tell folks that support us and pray for us, well, they come to get the autograph from the ACC players that are stars, and then Jesus signs our heart at halftime. It's just amazing what happens uh, at events like this. There's a dynamic you can't hardly explain, but I know this, with a heart that's committed to the gospel, um, God moves. And that's what's exciting to me. You guys, this is a fun conversation. Yeah, I'd be turning this up just listening because I love what you guys are doing. I love what God's doing through you. And uh, let's close this way. I mean, t- hey, on the broadcast tomorrow, there's so much more to talk about how God's taken this international and some of the dynamics uh, that are core to Crossfire Ministries. Hey, they're going to learn tomorrow a little bit about uh, someone like a guy named Michael Jordan, who is kind of endorse what you guys are doing and more. So that'll be a fun conversation. But before we go today, uh, I want to ask our listeners to press in just for a moment. And Randy, you're going through a personal journey, and I wanted you to share a little bit about what's happening. And I want to ask our listeners to pray with you that God would really bring some healing into your life. Wow, that means a lot, uh, Brother Tim. When I was uh, 32 years old, I was diagnosed with a carcinoid not carcinoma. Carcinoma is very aggressive. Carcinoid, the slowest growing type of tumor you could get. And I prayed. I called the elders, asked God for healing, which we believe God heals. He uses doctors and medication. And then some of you listening, they may not have seen the healing, but the ultimate healing is heaven. But I had a foot of my small intestine removed. And then I got back on the road preaching and ministering. And back then they said, you got a one in million chance of it coming back. About eight years ago, Some little spots came back on my liver, which, praise the Lord, are slow growing. They were just monitoring them. I'm blessed, Tim, because I can live with this. I take a shot once a month, but it hasn't really affected me. I still bike about 20 miles a couple times a week. I still run four or five miles. Jamie and I still shoot the hoop a little bit, but I am facing some upcoming therapy probably. I do a natural protocol as well, so I try to hit it from all the areas, number one being the Lord. And then seeing medical advice, seeing a natural doctor, and just putting all the pieces together because it's so complex when any of us have any kind of illness, we want to hit it from all the areas. And number one, through prayer. So I covet any prayers that any folks would like to give me or any advice they want to give me. But because a lot of people suffer from different things that no one ever knows about. And it's the Lord that sustains us. Hey, I want to pray right now. God, would you minister to Randy? Um, God, do a work in his life. Put your healing hands on him. And God, I pray that you would continue to just um, give the doctors wisdom and guidance. And God, do what only you can do. Father, we love you. We thank you for the grace you give to us for your steadfast love. And again, I pray a healing for Randy. I ask all this in the strong name of Jesus, the name above every name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, what an amazing broadcast. And know this. uh, Randy, we will be praying for you. Uh, I'll talk with Dr. Dobson and and Jamie. We celebrate what God's doing in and through Crossfire and the two of you. Uh, Keep on keeping on. Our special guest again today, Jamie Johnson, Randy Shepard, Crossfire Ministries, reaching today's youth uh, through sports and ministry, uh, anchored in the gospel of Jesus Christ. What a fantastic show. We can't wait till tomorrow. Hey, on behalf of Dr. Dobson, his wife Shirley, the entire team here at Family Talk, Um, We tip the hat to you and pray God would continue to give you strength and courage and boldness for Christ for such a time as this. Thank you for joining us.
Well, what a remarkable story of healing. You are listening to Family Talk, and be sure to join us again tomorrow for part two of Dr. Tim Clinton's recent conversation with Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson of Crossfire Ministries. To learn more about Crossfire or to listen to any part of today's broadcast you might have missed, visit drjamesdobson.org forward slash family talk. That's drjamesdobson.org forward slash family talk. If you are feeling inspired to share the gospel, just like Randy and Jamie do, consider giving a life basket to a neighbor in this upcoming Easter season. If you're not familiar with what a life basket is, it's a way simply to bless a neighbor with a wonderful basket of gifts that introduces them to Jesus Christ and invites them to enjoy the loving Christian community at your church this Easter time. Life baskets are a fun activity that you can do with the entire family. If you have any questions or if you'd like more information about life baskets, just give us a call at 877-732-6825. That's 877-732-6825. Or visit the website lifebaskets.org. That's lifebaskets.org. Be sure to join us again tomorrow for part two of the powerful conversation featuring Dr. Tim Clinton, along with Randy Shepard and Jamie Johnson of Crossfire Ministries, right here on Family Talk. I'm Roger Marsh. Till then, may God continue to richly bless you and your family. This has been a presentation of the Dr. James Dobson Family Institute. Hello, everyone. Do you need help dealing with the everyday tasks of raising a family? I'm James Dobson here, and if you do, I hope you'll tune in to our next edition of Family Talk. Our main purpose in this ministry is to put tools into your hands that will strengthen your marriage and help you raise your kids. Hope to see you right here next time for another edition of Family Talk.